Clock in. I've entitled this message Clock In. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it, man. <laughs> Clock in. How you feeling, man? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Shout out to Pops for the Yeah, let's let's hear that one intro, more time. Yeah. One time I've entitled people. this message Clock In. <laughs> Clock in. <laughs> yeah. That's great, man. Yeah. Shout out to yeah, Dad, man. Shout out to Dad. Shout out to Pops, man. Out of the tribe, man. Out of the tribe. So y'all need to clock into that Sunday service, though. For real, man. Uh, I, know, I know some of y'all was wilding out yesterday. I seen y'all, y'all snaps and, and IG stories. So yeah, I'm getting to that, that Christ Fellowship Church. Yeah, them clubs opening back up, man. Y'all, you're acting unholy. Heathens <laughs> nah, up in here, man. But uh, look, always a pleasure, man. Episode 14. 14. Uh, Marshall Hamilton here, co-host. Austin Hamilton, co-host. We here, baby. We here, man. We back. Shout out to Neek. Shout out to Gruss. Yeah. Yes, sir. You already know what Shout it out is, to the, man. To the team. Shout out to the fellas. To the team. Look, one quick plug, man. You know, we, we got to plug in some stuff. Um, the Unity versus Division shirts. Austin posted some stuff on the clock and IG. We got some new uh, apparel coming out, man. Hopefully in the next, uh, you know, two to four weeks. But um, it's an honor of our first episode, Unity, Unity versus Division, which is obviously special. To greater, us. greater than Division. Usually, it's greater than Division. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, we need it during this time. Elections coming up. Um, a lot of stuff that's happened this week with like the NFL, NBA that we'll get into. But we need Unity right now, and um, you know we want to have that apparel launch to kind of honor that and, and push that message. So um, we're taking pre-orders. DM us, text us with, um, you know, the design you want, the size size, you want. And um, also, look, YouTube, got to promote that as well. Yes, yes, Y'all need to tap into the YouTube. It's a different experience seeing, uh, you know, our facial expression, seeing, you know, (laughs) some of the stuff that we, that, you know, we fool around with. The new handshake. New handshake, Um, yeah. Hit the subscribe button, man. It's easy, man. Leave a comment. You know, show some love, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, We'd appreciate it's that. Easy. Anchor, you know, um, we'll, we'll Yeah, take, big shout out to Anchor, man. Yeah, Anchor's been been big for us, uh, holding us down. And, you know, we have the um, opportunity to have people subscribe and support um, monthly or however you want to go about it. And uh, everything matters. Again, we're trying to make this. Uh, it's the only time experience. we'll use that, that that all things matter or all lives matter. Right, right exactly. It's the only time we'll ever use that. Right, right. All <laughs> donations matter. All donations matter, man. So yeah, man. Anything you wanted to, to plug before we get into a few things? Um, nah, man. Let's uh, you know, let's keep going. Yeah. You know, shout out to to everyone supporting. Um, shout out to the haters. I know there's people out there, man. These these clock in dudes are annoying, man. Well, hey, man. Anything that's that's hard and um, you know takes you know some effort is gonna be annoying. So, yeah, positivity so, is annoying exactly. during these times. So we're gonna we're gonna continue to be annoying. You know, I'm the youngest brother, so I've been annoying. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? I can so, stamp that. All right, relax, relax. <laughs> um, but yeah, that. man, let's let's keep it going, man. Yeah. Keep, keep clocking in, keep tagging people, yep. um, people that you think 
might need some encouragement, some uplifting, because um, that's what it's about, man. Absolutely. You know, and, and getting people to the next level. Um, but we, we need to do that together. So, yeah, man. Round of applause for all y'all. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all support, man. More to come. Bigger things to come. Summer is basically over, man. Oh, whoa, whoa. whoa. Didn't mean what, to do what that. that is. Yeah, oh, we're good, we're good, all we're right. good. <laughs> Yo, he, he came back quick, was like, hold up, man. We good over here. Yeah, I got you. Right. I got you. Uh, but yeah, dog, the summer, summer is basically over. I think officially September 21st. Well, I got a long sleeve on. So does so my man, Neek. So. Yeah, we got September, bro. Yeah, man, we uh, here. Look, man. I'm ready for it. it. This dude still got the cutoff. Yeah, I got man. the cutoff, man. I'm you did some push-up? Before this, <laughs> you got the veins popping, you def- bro. You definitely did some push-ups. The veins, bro. that one middle vein that connects to the bicep. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, look, I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on. Before you ever went out, like in college, or you might even do it now. Did you ever do some push-ups? Absolutely. <laughs> in the summertime, I remember, Anytime. Well, remember yeah, we were in Jamaica. <laughs> We were in Jamaica. <laughs> so we were in Jamaica for, for our oldest brother's wedding, man. Shout out to Walt and Brittany. This is back that was the best wedding ever. We, yeah, need to, yeah, like, was, we need to run that back. Y'all lit. need to renew y'all vows so yeah. we can run that back. Yeah, it was lit. Um, but I promise you, dog, but every every time before we stepped out of the house, first of all, we were shirtless most of the time or we had a tank. He'd be like, I, it was Austin's idea, too. He'd be like, yo, let's not got 100 push-ups real quick. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, man, my mind's still in summer, bro. You know, it's still it's still like high of seventy five. Nah, it's still warm. I'm kind of hot right now. I can't even hold you. So, um, but shout out to my my guy Don, man. He uh he handmade um the long sleeve. Um, there's a lot of um, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, yeah, man, a lot, a lot of tees, long sleeves. You know, all that good stuff, man. So shout out to Don, man. Yeah, That's man. my guy. I need to highlight him. I definitely need to get some some merch, but uh. Yeah, I figured we could kind of talk about how the summer went, man, like a summer in review. Um, since, you know, we're, we're coming into the fall, man, which um, it's it's beautiful out here in Northern Virginia. Like, the fall is... is my dope, favorite man. season. One of my favorite seasons. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good... It's really, a good it really shows you can dress, too. Yeah, this is true. Like... This is true. Yeah, once once it get, gets a little brisk out, we're going to see who can, uh, who can dress. Yeah, summer... Summer is easy, you know. Yeah. Throwing a tee, some shorts, some kicks. Yeah, you know. I mean, there is, there is a there is a science to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, can't just throw on any any fit. But um, yeah, the, the fall reveals who uh, you know who gets it done when, when it comes to fashion. This so, is a fact. I need some fall boots. You, do you have fall boots? Yeah, man. I got like two pairs not no of Chelsea Tim, not boots. Not no Tim's, but just, nah. I'm t- I got some Chelsea the Chelsea boots. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and a couple true. other like, you know, grown manish, you know, casual type joints. So yeah. I'm excited to pull those out. I got the peacoat. Okay. Peacoat. Um, gotta have a peacoat. Yeah, yeah. That's, Black gray. Got the like tan. The, my the tan, tan joint. Rock. The tan joint goes yeah, crazy. The tan joint. You can, you need that in, in your in your bag. Yeah, yeah. I, I got. <clears throat> I need a gray. Um, eventually, I'll probably get like a, like a navy blue. That's for like. The professional, yeah. you know, vibe. Yeah, but, yeah. anyways, man, summer was um, for me. Obviously, it was different for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, it was different for all of us. I mean, you know, not trying to like promote this or anything, but it was my first summer single in like three years. Mm. So, um, 
you know, I think quarantine actually was good for me, man. You know, it kept me focused on the right things. Yeah. Um, everything we have going on, like, you know, basically the summer started off with us kicking off the podcast because we kicked it off in June. Oh, yeah. Um, we got the LLC for the Goods Basketball in May, and then we started doing stuff in late July. Um, you know, I took my first vacation, like That's real crazy, vacation yeah. in like five years yeah. in August. Because, um, I mean, we growing up, we never really had vacations. Nah. Um, Me, AAU. AAU trips. Those are our vacations. And seeing I wouldn't grandma, trade it for the seeing world. Seeing Nana. Yeah, I wouldn't trade it for the world. That was it, man. And, you know, not to like act like we, you know, we didn't have any money. But, I mean, the reality is, you know, one income, mom's a stay-at-home mom, five kids. It's traveling tough. is expensive. It's tough. It, it, traveling is expensive. So, you know, we kind of made trips around, like, you know, what we already had going on. Mm-hmm. Which is why this vacation for me was big, man, because um, it, it was the first time in a while where I, did, I wasn't traveling for business or work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have any... I had nothing to do. Yep. It was the first time I went somewhere outside of like this area where I had literally nothing to do. I could wake up and say, you know, this is what I feel like doing today. Um, wasn't really checking email or whatever, but yeah, man, it was, it was a big summer for me just personally because, um, I feel like, you know, just turned 29, um, on, on the cusp of being 30 and I think, I think I talked about this on one of the episodes, but when I graduated, um, college, my goal was to be a, a full-time entrepreneur by 30. And I thought basketball training was going to be like the main thing. I didn't know other things would come up, but this summer, I feel like I kind of set the foundation for that to be able to, to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, I mean, summer was, was great. Um, it was just more so I feel like for me, a time for me to kind of reset and, and focus on like, don't forget, you got, don't, forget you got a new, don't forget you got a new drop. Cedarico. I did get a new drop. That's probably the highlight of my summer. Yeah. Yeah, you, got a, you got a new drop. Man. I got a new nickname. I haven't had a nickname like my whole life. You know what I'm saying? That like stuff. Um, if, in fact, I was on my my boy's podcast. Shout out to uh, to Emmanuel Brown. I call him Chuck. Um, I was on his, his podcast earlier this week over Zoom. And like they called me Cedarico when I got on. Oh, the for show. real? Oh, that's, that's lit. That's tough. That's lit. Yeah, that's tough. So we did that. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, baby. man. Yeah. Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. But yeah, <laughs> man. Again, like not to be long, but it was a good summer for me personally. Um, I feel like it's it's gonna set up some things for what my future goals are, man. And um, another thing, like reconnecting with y'all, like Nico and yeah, and E, like he's my god brother. Been around him my whole life. He's always been a big a big brother, but. You know, um, we don't really see we we didn't really see each other a lot. You know what I'm saying? He was grinding, man. We both were. It wasn't just me. It, you know, we we all had stuff going yeah. on, but just grow up. Um, <laughs> and then with Neek, like Neek was in in Cali a for a minute, coast. and um, you know, I saw you at Herndon. Like you came through to one of the the hoop sessions last year. Um, hey, yo, buckets too. Don't forget about the buckets, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, do you remember that? Uh, we may yeah, have to, I, yeah, we may have to know. go back into the files to yeah, see how that. true that was. Um, but now, nah, like for Nick, I've always, I've always liked Nick, man. Like I've always looked up to Nico. Like you know, middle school, like he had all, like he was he, smooth he, dude. He man. had all the gear. Like 
all the girls is on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nico's that guy, They're man. They're still on him. Nope. He's still on guy. him, man. He's being fake humble. Yeah. But, uh, nah, it's you. been good to, like, reconnect with people, man, that, that are going, you know, on the right path. So, that's my summer, man. I'll, I'll let you talk about yours. Yeah, good summer. I mean, you know, obviously unusual given, you know, COVID and, um, you know, how that's all played out. But I, I think when we when we look back on the summer, it'll be the most important summer ever. For our family. For our family. Yeah. yeah. And, and for me personally, um, you know, kickstarting uh, things that we've always dreamed about visions that we've had as a family, um, you know, for a while. And for us to finally, you know, take that leap of faith, it's huge. Mm -hmm. It's huge. But most importantly, we're doing it with, with family. We're doing it with people that we care about. Yeah. You know, people that, um, you know, are, are part of the same vision and, uh, have the same mindset as, as we do. Um, and then also, you know, how we're doing it with grace you know, with, uh, you know, encouraging people and being a blessing to people. Yeah, having fun. And, and having fun with it, man. We're always going to have fun. Like, that's just who we are. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this this podcast is, is, a, is a great testament to it. And people have been, you know, affected by it in, you know, in, in an enlightening way. Um, so, yeah, man, like, this to me, this has been the most important summer um as as a family now as a as a father um and one of these days i'll, I'll get into you know my my path as a father um, cuz i think it's a powerful story um but yeah man it's it's just been a, it's been a great summer um you know I, I not being able to go out and do stuff like that that didn't it's matter not to me it really isn't like building this you know, is has been great, man, and we're gonna continue to do so. You know, on and off the mics, on and off the court. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause that's what it's about, man. Um, so yeah, excited uh, to go into the fall season um, and continue to be a blessing and continue to grow as people. Um, you know, continue to. I've entitled this message. Clock in. Continue to clock in. <laughs> clock um, in. It's only right, man. It's so, only right. Yeah, man. Again, we're doing it with family, and uh, yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna get places. You know, mom. We had a conversation with mom yesterday, and I think it was the first time she saw like the video. Um, the video podcast. Right? Video pod. Yeah. yeah, on YouTube. Go subscribe to that. Comment. Um, <laughs> like. Like do all share. that stuff. Um, but yeah, she saw it and was like, she's like, this is. Like you guys have something here. She's like, I have like I I have a vision that you guys are gonna get to where you want to go, and it's gonna be big time. Yep. And that's huge coming from mom. Cause yeah. my mom, she's she's uh, she's like that's so raven in a way. Dog. I'm not even joking. <laughs> yeah, man. Like when I real. when I go back to my story on fatherhood, you know, whenever I share that, like you'll you'll understand what I'm talking yeah. about. Like her visions, like legit come to life. Yeah. Right, like she. And I think and that's just a mother thing, man. Like mothers are different. Like they have, they got an intuition that is is really just like it's like magical. I, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. They they have superpowers, man. That you know, 
no no other no guy no male have. will ever have no um it's one thing to like speak things into existence moms will like think things into existence seriously you know what I'm saying like they don't even have to speak it it's like I thought of this yeah and it happened and like I had a dream about this or like and um sometimes she's right about things I don't even want to let her know she's right <laughs> you know what I'm saying facts yeah, it's like nah man I don't know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. deep down I'm like yeah dang she knows exactly what she, she, she knows exactly what's going um, on yeah, she, she does man yeah, it's, it's Marshall crazy. Marshall be out of town oh so what girl she, what girl are you about to see oh, whoa 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 oh, TMI whoa. whoa calm down pump the brakes slow your roll I mean so. I didn't I, did. I don't know what you're talking about I didn't about. confirm it so I, I plead the fifth <laughs> I plead the fifth F-I-F oh man fifth amendment but uh yeah, man, great summer, um, and um, you know we're gonna have another great summer next year. So. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, it, like most things in life, don't happen right away, right? Like mm-hmm. we're preparing for like twenty twenty five, twenty twenty. I can't wait to see where we're at next summer. Yeah, yeah, man. And we, um, might, we might be in a freaking corporate building with like, you know, big time sky, equipment. Everything. Sky's the limit. And I, honestly... LeBron well, might be at this table next time. LeBron summer. might be here. And I have some questions to ask him. You do? I have some questions to ask him. I got some questions to ask him, too. How's it feel to have, how does it feel to have a fourth championship on your belt? Uh, I want to ask him, how <laughs> How did Kobe inspire you? <laughs> no, nah, I mean, that's a legit question. Yeah, yeah nah, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. That's a legit but question. Honestly, man, I'm more excited to see the people who have been supporting us. Where they are next summer. That's but yeah. Th- that's that's really what this is about. Yeah. I want to see where they are. Yeah. You, know? you guys are clearly watching football. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Sunday, obviously, NFL kicked off today. Um, you know, it's a holiday. So I'm sitting here looking at them. They're like, yeah, yeah. Go Eagles. Yeah, Nick, are you a, are you a Washington football team fan? I'm a Washington football team fan. Nice. And he's a Eagles fan. Of course. So. Yeah, I'm a Jags fan. Um, one of 107 in the world. That's unfortunate. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about football later. Um, but but yeah, man, like you said, looking forward to big things from, from us, but also the people that we're connected to, man. Joselle, like people that we had on here, other people that, you know, um, follow us, you know, on, on IG mm-hmm. or even just support us in our everyday life. Um, we want to just make an impact. That's that's what this is all about. And you know what I love about the conversation we just had? It was all positivity and it was all how, like, we we took advantage of 2020. And it, it's it's going to lead to to new things and, and, and better things. Yeah. Because on the other side, the majority of the people are like, man can't wait to get out of 2020 f 2020 like this is the worst year but we didn't take that approach nah yeah it hasn't been a you know it hasn't been the greatest year nah. obviously yeah um we've dealt with there's been things that have happened yeah in, in our personal circle exactly but we're not gonna no, dwell not, on, on the yeah i'm not gonna harp on on that stuff man because what is it gonna do for me besides build stress that i don't need and what is us talking about this gonna do for y'all to add more anxiety stress and, and add on to what you're already seeing on social media and the news, which is doom and gloom. So, yeah. So, 
Nah, man, that that it was that was great stuff. Yeah, real talk, man. <clears throat> shout out to shout out to uh, summer twenty twenty, man. Yeah, yeah. Round of applause. Gonna get even better, man. Change on, gonna come. On a lighter note, NBA news. Look, ladies, we're gonna keep you know the sports stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, short and sweet, but you know it's it's who we are. I know y'all want to hear different stuff, but. Actually, y'all can relate to this next topic, probably. Um, Dan- Daniel House of, of the Houston Rockets. Oh, man. All right. So, for those who don't know, um, NBA bubble is pretty strict, right? So, um, as an NBA player, you need to stay in the bubble at all times, and you need to keep things that are outside of the bubble outside of the bubble. As a human, you need to do those things. Yeah, that's a fact. But <laughs> as an NBA player especially, there's strict rules about, like, who you can contact, who you can be in contact with, you know, in, in person. You know, things you can do, um, things you can't do. And um, Daniel House is a member of the Houston Rockets who were just eliminated by uh, my... LeBron my, James. I'm sorry. LeBron or the Lakers? The Lakers. Oh, okay. LeBron Lakers. All right. Play LeBron's. Yeah. All right. The Los Angeles Lakers, <laughs> um, home of uh, Co- Kobe Bryant's five-time winning, you know, championship-winning uh, yeah. legacy. So, Magic um, Johnson too. All right. Anyways, so uh, clearly Daniel Kobe fan, da- Daniel House um, got caught, you know, inviting a COVID nineteen tester to his hotel room. Now, mind you, when this happens. The Rockets are down 3-1. And for those who don't follow sports like that, basically first to win four games in a series win. So they're one game away from being eliminated. And he risked it all for, um, you know, female, man, for for pleasure. And he was averaging like like 14 to 15 points a game. He was playing well. You know, he was a big part of their strategy. And... um, he got kicked out of the bubble. Like he was, he's done. He was done. So um, there's a lot of like, you know, life lessons we can talk about when it comes to this. But it's just, it's just funny, man. Like Stephen A. Smith talked about this from the oh. beginning. He's like, look, man, I'm a realist, and these brothers, yeah, are gonna be in the bubble for three months with no female companionship. <laughs> Excuse me, excuse me, Max. Excuse me, Max. I don't, I don't give a dang about uh, uh, the, the, you know, they haven't worked out, they haven't played, you know, in two months. Look, these brothers, they're used to extracurricular activities on a daily basis, and you're telling me their wife, their their girlfriend, the the side piece, the side side piece. Look and look. And they, they, wanted they, have, they, 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 they wanted to have it in, in Las Vegas. And, and Skip, I mean, uh, Matt, I've been to Las Vegas, okay? There, there's a lot of, there's a lot of distractions like, in yeah, Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, don't don't get me wrong. Knows. Lord knows. There's some, there's some distractions there's in some Las di- Vegas. There's some distractions. Oh, okay. my goodness. Uh, uh, I love Las Vegas myself <laughs> yeah. for those reasons. It's, it's a great city. All right, there's a lot of beautiful things in Las Vegas. Uh, uh, but, this, but I'm telling you, these brothers are going to struggle, Max. So, anyway. He say he predicted this. Yeah, I, and I this. co-signed with him. Like, dog, you, you can't, you can't tell me a bunch of grown grown men, and a lot of them are single, 
aren't going to try a team. Oh, I mean, like, dog. And, and here's the thing. Like, I think I think House just got caught. Like, I think there's been it's plenty happened. of other dudes that have, you know, oh, indulged. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, My thing is, I, I, need to, I need to understand how this works because I assume that whoever is in the bubble... Is has been stay, in the, yeah, stayed, stayed in, in the, the bubble, bubble this whole time. Yeah. Right. So like the COVID testers, the reporters, you know, other than like the family members or whatever, like the people who have been there from the beginning, I'm, I'm assuming they haven't left. So I mean, it I should be like that. Yeah. Like so, if if that's the case, and all of y'all are get tested every day, and there's no positive test, is it necessarily wrong that he did it? If she has been in the bubble the whole time. Now, if she's been outside the bubble, I get it. But if she's been in the bubble... Can we fact check that? Like, what's the, what, what's the issue? I agree. You know what I'm saying? What's the issue? If But if she's going back and forth, it's like, all right. I, I, like, I feel it. Like, I, I'm with the NBA. But was there, like, a no fraternization rule? And here's the other thing. It may not have been that, you know, the, the player or the players were the ones who, um, you know, initiated, like... We've seen how some of these reporters are, are staring at these players while they're interviewing them. Oh, for sure. Like, they're like dreamy eye, bro. Oh, so, imagine... I, I, some, I bet, imagine, I bet like, some of these reporters... Yeah, like... It, so, I think some of it may, may be that the NBA players just didn't say no. Like, these guys are getting... Stuff is being, is being done all know. the time. Yeah, but I don't know. Though. It doesn't make like, it right. The tester, but, though, like... I've seen I've seen um, like JaVale McGee has a uh, a YouTube channel, um, and he'll document like like everything, um, and like the testers they're not like they're not wearing I don't know I just feel like like he had to really like kind of reach to to set that up. Yeah, I mean I don't know I don't know. But she set it up the whole time is what I'm saying. What if LeBron? Yeah, she knew the schedule. What if LeBron? <laughs> Influence. Never mind. What's LeBron gotta do? What if he? What if he set this whole thing up? LeBron shaving points. You saying? Nah. What if he? No, what if he was like? Oh, okay. What, what if he sent her? What if he sent her? What if he sent her, bro? What if he sent her to the Rockets camp? It was like, yo. Regardless, it's like, dog. Like, you're in here to hoop. You know the rules. Yeah. So at the end of the day. It's on him. It's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. It's this is him. all jokes, but it's on when, him. when we get down to um, it, like your goal, that should be what supersedes yeah. all that. And they were considered by some like I mean, they were down a, a championship. Right? They were down two one at the time. So did he play game three or game four? Um, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, yeah I mean, regardless, sure the Lakers were going to win the series. Yeah, yeah, they were. You don't you don't want to go out like that, dog. Nah, man. Because you're leaving you're you're leaving your teammates, um, you know, in a in a bad situation. And I'm sure, like, I'm sure they got they talked about it as a team. Like, look, man, we got to be you know, we got to be clocked in. Like, we can't have no distractions. Um, we're here, we're here to win, man. Yeah. Like, when Dame found out they were gonna be in the bubble, like, he told his teammates, like, look, man, like. Like, I'm here. I'm hearing about business, dog. Like we're not. There's no playing around. Like we got a chance, so let's take advantage of it. Um, and he and it showed, not obviously throughout him, but throughout his teammates. Yeah. Um, 
Jimmy but, Butler but here, was like, but here's the thing, like, I'm not going to bash Harden or whatever, but that's the difference between, you know, guys like him and LeBron as leaders. Yeah, I agree. Some tells me the Lakers, anybody on the Lakers isn't doing that. I, I highly doubt it. I, and whether it's about LeBron making sure that, like, this doesn't affect his legacy or whether it's about the team is besides the point. It's, well, but, yeah. I mean, but it, it's, it, it should be, like, and, and LeBron has had a history of eliminating distractions, you know, with the social media blackout. Um, so, yeah, I, I doubt that that happens on his team. But even Jimmy Butler was like, I'm not even talking to family right now. Yeah. Like, I don't want them in the stands. I don't want saying, them in the man. stands. Like, it's a different... I don't want them in the stands. Like, leadership, man, that stuff matters. Like, I question how much James Harden really wants to win, honestly. Like, win, win a championship. And, you know, and, and the other thing is with Daniel House, like, he's not a a superstar. So, like, no. he, he's going to be a free agent up for a long time. He's gonna this, be is gonna cost him, this is going to cost some money. Yeah, exactly. Like, And this is, this is you know, from like a life lesson perspective, you know, short-term pleasure and all these other things, like the reason why we're not tripping about not being able to go out and do all these things is that stuff isn't, it's not a top priority, man. Like we have no. things that we're going to accomplish and, you know, it's bigger than that moment. Like Daniel House is, is ruining... Like future contracts, yeah. Because it's like, well, we know what your priority is. If you couldn't do that in the bubble, like when you're outside the bubble, but some dog, where's your focus like going to be? You're reaching, dog. The, like one of the testers, and the like, series is probably going to be over in like a week anyway. Like you're reaching, bro. Like if it was Taylor Rooks or somebody, Taylor go Rooks big. is very attractive. Say, go big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's an attractive reporter. Like okay, like I, I could see you. You know what I'm saying? But I get, like, why, but I get why he did what he did though, because she's too high profile. Like that would that would have been on TMZ like that. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna try yeah, to be low key, it gotta be like the cleaning woman. You know what I'm saying? Has, has she to has be. A lot downgrade. She has a lot to bro. lose too. The cleaning lady don't got nothing to lose. Women upgrade, men downgrade. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a fact. With somebody who got just as much to lose as you. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's a fact. That's fair. Game. Yeah. Shout out to Nick, man. That was that was hard. Yeah. Nick just check me, man. Respect. Hey, Nick, let's switch spots, man. <laughs> Yo, can we, we, we gotta do like an opposite pod. Then. No, I'm good. Nah, for real. Nah, like that'd be dope. We, we talked about it. Like we gotta get y'all on here to really talk about like like some of y'all journeys and stuff like that. Cause um, it'll be good for people to know. Like, all right, who's behind the? Who's behind it don't gotta be long, bro. It yeah, can be, it's be a little. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Man, we gotta do opposite things. Do that. Yeah, it could be like a 15-minute IGTV video. Opposite day, like elementary school. We were over here messing up the sound and video. Um, nah, y'all, that, y'all. It would be, it would be y'all dope. Y'all chime in on our topic. Yeah, it would be dope. It would be yeah, dope, though. I we should we should definitely do that one day. I think we would, too. Y'all would do it, dog. Have a, segment. Yeah, it would be dope, yeah, bro. Man. Like, that's going to be tough. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's go. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, anyways, like, that that whole situation was just, was just funny because it's like, Come on, man. Like, you risked it all. I stay focused, man. For, you know, whatever, but. Hey, guys. Thanks for clocking in with us and making it this far into the episode. We want to continue these episodes for as long as possible, but we might need your help. If you click on the description on each episode, you'll find a link that reads support this podcast. If you enjoy keeping up with us, 
Click on that link and you can make a monthly donation. All right, you guys hear enough of me talking anyways. So let's get back into the episode. Um, another hot topic was NFL obviously started this week. Um, but what kind of took the headlines was when the Houston Texans and Kansas City Chiefs played. You know, this is the first game of the NFL regular season. Um, they didn't kneel. They didn't do anything crazy. They played both national anthems, meaning the you know United States one, and, and then the you know we called the Negro national anthem. Mm-hmm. Um, Lift and, every voice and sing. What's the rest of the words? <laughs> I gotta memorize that joint. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta memorize that. I gotta get that one off the uh, Apple Store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but they just stood together in unity. No one knew. Basically, it was a message of unity. That's all it was. It was both That's teams, it, multiple backgrounds, races, whatever. And I guarantee, and I guarantee you, people were on that side of like, well, I'm going to stand for the flag and all that stuff. But they humbled themselves and said, you know, it's it's bigger than me, and they stood together. Yeah, and people booed. So wh- wh- what are you booing? Like what what is there to what are you trying to boo? It wasn't a Black Lives Matter. They didn't have a Black Lives Matter flag. They didn't. No one kneeled. Yeah, it, you know, like what are you, what are you booing? And that, I guess this it's because is, they didn't come, they didn't come out for the national anthem. That's why they booed. But it's like they just think, I don't know. It's the NFL, the NFL fan base uh, is is a lot different than the NBA. I'll say that. Yeah, it's true. But I've even seen a lot of people try to cancel the NBA. I think that. Um, but I don't. I wouldn't. I. I don't know. I don't think you would see many NBA arenas booing. You know when when the teams are together. I. I don't know. I think it's part of it opinion. has to do with the NBA players have more. They have more purchasing power than the than NFL players. Yeah. So they're a lot more visible. The, the The effect of the effect of them saying I'm not playing is bigger than the effect of. Like the NFL players saying, "I'm not playing." When what I mean by that is, NFL owners can be like, "Well, look, you're a football player, bro. Like, your time is 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 limited. So if you don't play, like, you're 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 hurting your family more than than you're hurting us." Yeah. NBA, it's like NBA. The NFL owners and the commissioner were like begging the players to figure it out. Yeah. NFL owners are they're gonna be like, "All right, bet." That's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's. it's we don't gotta pay you. Yeah, it's and two you're already... completely different worlds, dog. So like when I I was watching the game, when I heard him boo, I wasn't surprised. No, I wasn't either. Like and I mean, think about where all this stemmed from. And when it comes to sports and, you know, the kneeling side. It came from the NFL. Yeah. So like yeah. I don't like I don't know why people would even be surprised by this. Like Colin Kaepernick kneeled. Nobody, nobody even knew he kneeled until a reporter like just randomly saw it, and he asked him like, "Why he kneeled?" Stem from the NFL. Yeah. So it's just it's sad because when when people try and come together, you know, as one and for the same cause, people are still gonna have something to say, and that, and that's the sad part because you know again they didn't do anything like they stood together. Oh, but 
I don't know. Fans, fans and athletes, man, they don't, they don't really coexist because people see these athletes as just athletes, like not as humans. Well, and that's and that's a huge problem. Well, it's not a coincidence that, just call it what it is, the majority of the players are black, and the majority of the fans, not the majority, but like a lot of the fan base is not is is not black. They're white. Um, a lot of them are, you know, stereotypical, like, you know, blue collar or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm not I'm not a big fan of saying Black Lives Matter. I'm not going to get in, you know, we've talked about this. Yeah. Um, because, again, Division. It's, it, it can be divisive, right? Um, I And I get what the message is trying to say. It's our, our lives matter, too. Yeah. Um, but this just fuels that fire when, you know, a lot of white fans just look at black people as entertainment and athletes, and that's why they that's say why they shut say, up and dribble and yeah, shut up. So keep, here, keep politics out of sports. Right. Like, so here's the thing: I want I want to bring this the, up. You're showing the true colors, man. Yeah, and and that and that really did show because they're the same people or the same like media outlets that are saying, well, racism is overblown. And, but but if Mahomes throws a seventy yard touchdown pass, you're cheering. I love Mahomes. He's the best. But you're burning his jersey when he speaks up about, you know, racial yeah. injustice. So there's there's a guy I know, um, black dude. Um, and again, we've talked about this. Like, black doesn't mean you support one particular party. So he, he posted on Instagram and said, um, as a conservative who believes in free speech, it's really sad to see other conservatives tell athletes to shut up and leave politics out of sports. It's called free, spe- free speech. Remember, the point is that the better idea wins. If you don't want to be told told to shut up, then make sure you fight for the stupid speech or things that you don't agree with too. That's what freedom is about. You don't get to you don't get determined what speech is permissible. Now, granted, I I disagree with some of the things that some of the athletes have said, um, but the same logic goes with shut up and dribble. You know, you can be used that can be used on anything. You can be told shut up and just do your job. You can be told shut up and just build yeah. your business. You can be told shut up and just be a parent. You can be told shut up and you know oh, just focus on music. So what's the difference between these professional athletes? The difference is um, most of them are black, and you feel like you have the right to tell them shut up and do your job because honestly, it goes back to slavery. I'm not even trying to like be that that guy, but you I mean, know they black like it's kind of it, slavery, but we want. Yeah, I mean, we'll it goes back that. to, like, you know, just do your job. And then yep. when it came to, like, the early 1900s, we got accepted in entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or sports, which is entertainment. There's a reason why Jesse Owens could perform in the Olympics, but at his freaking mer- uh, medal ceremony, he had to go through the back door. He can't go to the front. Yeah. So it's like, do your job, but everything else, you're you're still down here. So again, there's no surprise, man. You know what I'm saying? No surprise. So so it's it's just it's backwards. Like you can't choose uh when you want to use certain uh you know uh Bill of Rights amendments and constitutional rights, like same we talked about this with, with, with some of the gun control stuff. Like a bunch of black people r- roll up with guns protesting, it's it's it, the conversation's gonna be a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? And, and honestly, that might have to be what happens. It doesn't for, mean be violent. We'll, we'll do the same thing that, you know, 
black people do the same thing that some some white people are doing. And I'm not faulting the white people. It's their job. I mean, it's their right their to right. be able to Bear to do it. I have no issue with it. But my question is, how will the media portray the two? Right. So it's the same with this free speech stuff. Like you know, the military they fight so that we can have free speech. Yeah. Um, and that's whether you like it or not. So let's not be biased. And like I said this the other day on Instagram, um, you know, there are people who point out like black on black crime and how, you know, you guys have your own issues to deal with. And that's why, you know, like you can't blame cops or, 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 you know, racial injustice for where you are. Like you guys are the reason why you are where you are. There are things we need to work on. Right. But you're basically telling us we need to support ourselves and get better with our own community. All right. There's some truth yeah. to that. But but guess what? When we talk about, oh, I'm supporting black businesses, these same people are like, well, why, you know, why, you know, why are you only supporting your own businesses? Like, is that, is that not, is that not the same thing as, you know, us not supporting you? And they mm-hmm. try to like flip it. So they're like offended that we're supporting our own people. Like, you can't have it both ways. Nope. Like, you know, you can't choose when you want to use certain things. So it was, um, yeah, man, it was just, I'm like, really, man? I'm curious what's going to happen today because, you know, we're recording while games are going on. I'm curious how the rest of this NFL week will go as far as how that, you know, the, the racial injustice and how fans respond. But um, it's just, it's sad, you know, that yeah. uh, this is still... That this is a this is a political thing. Like this is a human uh, humanitarian yeah. challenge. This isn't a racial. Just isn't just a racial or, or political, you know, um, thing, man. It's, and this I'm, is about I'm also curious. Being. I'm also curious to see, like, years from now, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, how are we gonna? What is this going to look like years from now? Are we still going to be wearing Black Lives Matter on our shirts? Is it going to be painted on the field? Like, no, I can tell you right now. I highly yeah, agree. and no, and it's like things. These these things are going to happen for forever, forever. So, what what are we going to do as people? Because again, we can't we can't depend on. Um, Jerry Jones or you know Adam Silver Adam Silver or uh, some actress what's the, uh, or the Patriots what's the Patriots Robert Kraft Robert Kraft um, well he's actually he's done stuff with Meek Mill which has been great but but yeah we just, we can't we can't depend on a painted Black Lives Matter in order for us to change these, these types of things it's yeah. not it's not gonna happen yeah it it, it looks cool um, and you know, it'll it'll do some 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 change and it'll create some awareness, but that's not it's not going to be actionable. We're past awareness. Down. Exactly. We're past like, like all this. And stuff, honestly, and I need to keep it a bug with you. Like, if they take all that stuff away, I'm okay with that. I don't care because I really don't. Yeah, I'm the same way. Because at the end of the day, man, like the media, <laughs> this stuff is this stuff is relevant now, and. People are gonna exploit it and capitalize off it. Right. So when we when we get to five years from now, like what else are we gonna be doing? Because mm-hmm. it's probably not gonna be there. So I I asked that question, man, because 
Um, again, none of this this stuff like it doesn't to me. It just it doesn't really do anything. Not long term, no. No. Am I against it? No. I'm against. I'm against the thought process that this is going to fix things, but I'm not against exactly. That right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not. Um, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we had to talk about that. Um, another thing that's kind of related, you know, NFL wise, um, is uh, the Dak Prescott. Um, you know, he basically just said, "Look, I've been going through some depression. Like my brother committed suicide. His mom died from cancer, and he was open about his mental health, right?" And Skip Bayless, who we know is a, is a troll, like you know, he he says things. To get a reaction, I don't need. I don't even think he believes ninety percent of the stuff he actually says. Um, no, but here's here's the, the puppet. Here, here, here's the quote. The puppet, man. Um, a lot of these media, you know, acts and personnel, they're puppets. Yeah, dog. like yeah. So I don't. And we'll so we'll get into that. You know who we take advice from. And, right. You know the different stuff we uh we digest but yeah go go ahead yeah yeah i mean he, he basically skip bayless said a you know just to kind of like rebuttal that prescott's um confession or whatever quote says i have deep compassion for a clinical depression but when it comes to the quarterback of, of an nfl team a black um, quarterback yeah at that right um he says you he's talking to shannon Har- shannon sharp his co-host know this better than i do it's the ultimate leadership position in sports. Am I right about that? You are commanding an entire franchise, and they're looking at you to be their CEO, to be in charge of the football team. This franchise is the Dallas Cowboys, so that that's important. Yep, because this isn't the Jacksonville Jaguars. No disrespect to the Jags. That, um, there's a, that's, that is disrespectful to the Jags, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, I don't care, man. I'm disrespectful <laughs> to the Jags. They're my team. Um, yeah, <laughs> he says um, because of all that I don't have sympathy for him going public with I got depressed I suffered depression early in COVID to the point that I couldn't even go work out look he's a quarterback of, of America's team the sport that you play is a doggy dog it is no compassion no quarter no quarter given on the football field if you reveal publicly any little weakness it can affect your team's ability to believe in you in the toughest spots and it can definitely encourage others on the other side to come after you. End quote. Where do I, where do I even start, man? Um, first of all, if you read any good leadership book, um, and I just read one, I promoted it, I think on here and even on Instagram, called The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. Mm-hmm. Vulnerability in a leader is one of the most important aspects of a leader. Yep. Because people see you as a human being, not as this high and mighty guy or, or, or woman who doesn't have any weaknesses. And a, a lot of leaders make the mistake of acting like they have all the answers, acting like everything's good, acting like, you know. Um, I wouldn't even call, what, what was, uh, I forget what, you sent it to me, but I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even call them a leader. Um, they're managers. Exactly. They're managers. Exactly. They manage not, people. Yep. Yeah, it's a difference, a huge difference. Huge difference, huge difference. So, what is a leader to you? Let me ask you that. Um, a leader to me, man, is number one, someone who is walking what they're talking, right? That's the number one thing, in my opinion. No, you can say the right things, you can be motivational, but if what you're saying isn't done behind closed doors, you're not a leader. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you're not a leader. Um, so that's that's number one. You, you gotta be an example. You gotta be an example, the right example. Like you know, Hitler was an example. He was a bad example. Terrible right? example. But uh, the worst example. The worst example. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you gotta be a, a good example. Um, secondly, man, you gotta have vision. You gotta have vision because vision is what keeps people moving in the right direction during the good and the bad, right? We'll talk, we talked about James Harden and, and Daniel House. Like, what was their vision? Was their vision to win a championship? It couldn't have been. I don't think so. It couldn't have been. Um, and I say, Not as a unit. Not as a unit, nah, nah. And, and I, I say good and the bad because sometimes good things that happen can be a, a worse distraction than bad things because you get complacent. Um, so vision, I, I would say, is number two. And if I were to add a third thing, I would say um, just someone who has the right character, man. Like, you know, eventually, no matter how big and, and bad you build something, your character is going to catch up to you. Can't outrun it. So, um, and on that note, I think that Dak Prescott um, has embodied those things from what I've seen. Yeah. On and off the field. You've never ever questioned, you know, uh, who he is as a person. He's never been in any, in any trouble off the field. Um, never been any drama. You know, people love him. Um, so for, for him to basically say, because he admitted that he has, he has some depression issues after his mom and his first, hold on. First of all, everyone has depression issues. Everyone has had one, had some at some point. Yeah, yeah. So, because like we need to, we need to, um, like that word, that stigma. Like we have to, we have to get rid of that because depression is a real thing. Yeah, we we have to get rid of the the uh, thought process that like victimizing that word and like or that is associating weak, yeah weak. associating with with weakness and. You know, it's it's automatically a bad thing, cause yeah, I mean it's it's not you know it's not a great thing, but it's it's real. It's a it's a real emotion. You know what I mean? So it's uh yeah, it's weak for him to even say that type of type of stuff. But again, it it goes back to my point of saying people don't see these athletes as real humans. Like for him to downplay. His de- his depression, after all that he's been through, like my guy lost his mother, he lost his brother, who he's who who was really they were really close with, like yeah. you know the camp you know suicide. you know the you know the Campbell's um, uh, campaign the soup mm-hmm. it's usually the quarterback and the mother right well Dak did it with his his brothers right um, I mean I just showed how close they were. So I don't think his father was in his life. Though. I don't. I, I'm not. I don't think so. I'm not sure. But his brothers, I mean, you could argue is the reason why he's the man he is today, and why he's the, a quarterback of the most powerful franchise. But because he's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, he's supposed to be invincible. For me, as a teammate of his, I'm going to respect that. To the utmost, yeah. And I'm gonna want to yeah. if I'm if I'm on his offensive line, I'm gonna block for him as hard as I can for you know my my full tenure there. So yeah, it's just weak, man. But again, I'm not surprised. Like 
the, the way these people talk on, on TV and, um, you know, the, the, the just the, the less in, of, of integrity, like, not surprised. Because I know if, if for me, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say certain things on TV about a person who I don't even know. Dog, those are fighting words. Like, what he said, like, yeah. those are like, if I see you, like, and, and, my mom and Shannon, And Shannon, I don't know his, his response, but he should have called him out. Like, nah, dog. Like, yeah, I gotta that's messed into, up. I got to look into what he said. I, yeah, I that's messed up, that. man. The dude, the dude nah. experienced trauma. Dog. Trauma. If some if someone said that said that about me, after what I've been through, and I see them on the street, like we might, like he has to see me. And then he has to see me. I don't like. And I'm sure he's care, been bro. affected off of the killings of all these black people. Yeah, yeah. So with it's the all weight been, of being, it's all been built up with him being a black quarterback in Dallas, with a you know an owner who is always in the news. Like, dog, being a being a professional. Athlete is enough pressure on its own. I know a ton of professional athletes who I've heard about who have sports therapists just to get through the season. And then you add in the fact that, um, you know, he's he's gone through all these things. Dude, LeBron, LeBron's a freaking, like, brand ambassador for the Calm app. You're telling me he hasn't been through some sort of depression. Yeah, with, with what happened with the Miami Heat, like after Come he on, lost in the, in that first finals, he pretty much said like I was not a, I was not me. Like I, I was a different person. Paul George just admitted it. Like these are real these are real things that we just we can't we can't take light of, man, cuz it's it's at the expense of losing lives. Yeah, and it, you're a coward if you if you try to, you know, roast yeah, someone no for respect, for man. having for saying, for admitting it, no let alone having it. But if they admit it, and and on that stage, it's like, come on, man, no respect. Come, come on, dog. Like, and, and it's the he, same dude who averaged one point four points a game, and played <laughs> played J, JV as a junior. You remember when Jalen Rose? Said yeah, that? and it, so there's a reason why he got and, and it struck a chord. He got moved to to a different network. Yeah, because he just and here's the thing, like whether it's ESPN, Fox, any of these networks, it really it's a life thing. Oh, clown! Like, I don't. It's just it's they don't, that they let. It's never people who have equal or more credibility than than you that are giving you the criticism. It's always people who have done less, like and rich safe space. Exactly, like you know, I say stuff about LeBron or whatever, but you know. I'm, I play freaking Division Three basketball. Who cares? I mean, honestly, I'm talking to myself. Who cares? Should LeBron care what I have to say? Heck no. He, should he care what former NBA players have had to say, that he's accomplished more than? No. Does that mean that, like, he, you know, as a, as a person, like, he's you, shouldn't, be, you yeah. shouldn't be open to criticism and, and, and trying to find ways to get better? Nah, that's not what I'm saying. But usually, especially on these networks, politically, sports-wise, like, people have made a living off of criticizing people who – have done way more than them. Yeah, that's literally what ESPN. Yeah, is. and like, and specifically Skip. Like, if I'm a LeBron fan at this point, like you just you have to know and you 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 have to have caught up on like his agenda. Yes, yeah, I mean it's and so it's and, and if you get if you get offended by stuff that he says, like that's on you, man, because 
He's been doing it. The guy, how, how, how crazy is this? This is how you know you made it too. This guy literally, for like, I don't know, how long has LeBron been in the league? So 17 years. Yeah. 17 years has tried to bring this guy down and he's literally made a made a living made off, billions of, of, dollars off of one man. Off of a man. <laughs> and you're a man. Right. Like, if I'm LeBron, I would... I, he's, I don't think he's ever responded. He's never to responded to him. But which like, is that that the right there, that right there, is it just it just shows like man, like you're a coward, dog. Like it's like you know when you you should never count a, another man's pockets. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's in that same, you know that 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 same uh, just like sacred of who you should be as a man, and like yeah, that, that crowd it it frustrates me, man. Because like who are you? It, well, it goes back to what I was saying about credibility. Like, and this is a life thing. If if someone is criticizing you, and they don't have that credibility, or it's not true, then why are you going to get upset about it? Like Paul George went on a, a social media rampage saying "f f y'all" who were talking about me, blah 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 blah, and he played terrible the rest of the that playoff series. Mm-hmm. What is he focused on? He's focused on on us, people yeah. who are criticizing him. But then you he sought. But then he sought professional help. Yep. Yeah. And now he's been playing really well. Yeah, he's been playing better. And has so. a chance to compete for a championship. So in life, like if people are saying things that aren't true, or you know, uh, or they don't have credibility, don't. Why are you getting worked up about it? Like yeah. I don't argue with people when it comes to like different topics that I know I'm I'm more knowledgeable about. Like why am I going to argue with you about? You know, like, there was someone who was basically trying to tell me, you know, why um, I think James, like, why James Harden's better than LeBron or whatever, like, in the comments. I forgot this. It's like, why? I'm not going to argue with yeah, you. Yeah, come on, man. Because. What, what am I? And if you and, and if you say something that is, like, you know, uh, uh, should be offensive to me, if it's not true. If someone said, Marshall, you're a terrible human being and, um, you know, you do all these terrible things. I'm not. I'm gonna be like, that's not true, and I'm gonna move on. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, you what got, am I gonna get worked up about? You have to have a certain. I mean, that takes. It takes a certain confidence in yourself to kind of get to that point. It's not easy. I wasn't always there. Yeah, yeah. That, it's know, not I'll easy. Say that. But, you know, you you just you can't let, you know, outside distractions, get to you, man. As a as a person, because deep down, you know who you are. You know who you are as an individual. You should. Um, yeah, you should at least. So, yeah, man. You know, big respect to, uh, to that, man. Because, I mean, that's not easy to, to admit that. Being who he is, um, given what all he's, he's been through, like, that's that's, commend, that's commendable in my opinion. Um, and, I, and honestly, man, I, like, I've always said the Cowboys, just, they're not going to get anywhere, but. If he's if he's leading them, I think they're gonna get to some places. I hope they and I hope they do. Um, yeah, and yeah, I hope they do. So Skip, man, you're whack. Um, Shannon, you need to call him out. You'll never be on the pod, Skip. No, nah, you're not won't. invited to the podcast. You won't. Uh, we don't. We don't want you on here. But um, on another light, man, that's related to like mental health. Um, I thought about this, man, and um, it kind of reminded me of like, all right. 
every year we all should get physical checkups, like at the doctor, mm-hmm. where they test all these things, blood pressure, um, you know, heart heart rate, like the you know the basics. But like as people, how often do we do that with our mental health? It's like, what would our mental health like? What would our results say? I've if never got like I've a, never had a mental health checkup. You know what I'm saying, and and that's why therapists and in, in everyday life, I think everyone needs to to do at least one session, um, some type of counseling. You know what I'm saying, because like the physical stuff, you know, yes, it's important. It's all start, exterior, but and it, yeah, I mean, and it affects your mental, like yeah. being healthy. I'm not talking about like yeah, looking yeah, good. Like yeah, being yeah. healthy is important physically, but it's even more important mentally. You know yeah, I told saying? you that's why I I clock in the way I do. It's it's more so for my mental dog. So you know, think about that. Like we get these physicals every year. What what is our what would our mental quote unquote physical look like if, if we were to go to a professional? Yep. Um, it's it's vital. It, it's vital. Um, you know, it, this it, it needs it needs to be. In the school system, which I think it is, there are counselors, but yeah. but how it's often not, do it's people not, go? It's not encouraged. It's for um, troubled kids. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but like, I mean, in, in insurance plans, that all needs to be included in that. Um, because it's it's important, man. Like, there's been too many suicides. I've I've known people that have committed committed yeah. suicide. Um. People that have, and I guarantee you, you probably know people who have considered it, but you just you you never knew that. Oh yeah, um, that's why yeah, it's important sure. to uh, to just to check in, you know, with your friends and, and family. Like you know, a couple ways to do that. You can just be like, "Yo, man, I, I miss you, man. It, it's been a while." Or, "Yo, you remember this time we did that?" Like little things like that. Yeah. Um, would just show that person that like. You care, and we need you here. So I, I encourage you guys, man, to 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 check in with your friends, and because you, you just you never know what somebody's going through, man. Like I, I've seen too many too many cases of people that may have looked like they're doing well, but they weren't. No, no, nah, man. Especially in this area, where status in where status is 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 important. Looking the looking the part and and acting a certain way, um, which actually I think. Does more damage to your mental yeah health. yeah and what this year fake man, lives yeah man for real because it, it's real. it's tiring like when you're when you're trying to keep up with the Joneses and um, be someone else yeah not. like people going to Tulum and I'm like dog you might not even be able to afford that joint but because it's the hot spot and like you know it looks good on the gram you get back. You, you, you missing you missing a credit card payment. Yeah, you're in the red, man. So like, this year really taught me to like, really evaluate how I talk to people. Like if 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 my last text or my last conversation in person or over the phone or whatever, if that was the last thing I said to that person before they passed away, would I be proud of it? Mm-hmm. Would I be proud of it? And I've I mean I've never dealt with as many like deaths that that were kind of close to home as I have this year and I think most people can say that yeah um and you know yeah I can't like 
Yes, that's a good point because I can't. I've never, I've like with Kobe when he died, I've never cried over someone that I just never knew, or like it, in general, dog. Like I've never experienced like a per, like a death that's close to me that like I've cried for. I mean, Kiwan and Brandon were were that for me, but yeah. that was it. You know, yeah, that was it. Yeah, it never. Yeah, Kobe. I, I'm I'm just I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wow, I've never, I've never like legit cried over somebody passing away and that's why like it, his his death changed so much for me mentally um and yeah man like you said like you have to uh you have to be mindful of what you say and and your but most importantly your actions you know like because it's not worth it at the end of the day um because it's, it's such a short life man. yeah man. it really is yeah it's uh it's it's been it's been a, a challenging year for for like, like we said for most people and not we're not trying to like make light and try to act like you know nothing bad has happened when we say twenty twenty has been a great year for us I mean we chose to make it a great year mm-hmm. uh, but that doesn't negate like all the stuff that has happened and um, appreciation has been like something that's been been heavy on my mind this year like appreciate like appreciate what you have appreciate who you're around like the right people that you know are actually a positive influence on your life energy man the energy you're surrounded by and the energy you give out is so important like it really is you reap what you sow you 100% reap what you sow um but yeah like it's just again like this next topic it is sports related but it is related to life man um the u.s open which is one of my favorite events um happened you know um or just finished on the women's side yesterday and i think today the men's side is going to wrap up mm-hmm. um osaka man she's a she's a beast shout out to naomi, naomi osaka yeah man shout out to her get her things second u.s open in three years Serena better, she, Serena better watch out. Yeah, she, Serena needs to lock. She needs to clock in, man. She needs yeah. to lock in, man. But uh, she's a goat, so you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, but, but she's coming. But what I wanted to touch on is, um, there was no fans, like the whole time, bro. And tennis is your one coach, of those sports. Your coach and like maybe some family members. Yeah, like very few people. But the people who really like influence your game during majors or any tennis match is the fans. Like you feed off the fans in tennis and it's just you out there. There's no teammates. No one can save you. Like mentally it's one of the toughest sports to play. I've been playing it more recently and like, I, I really appreciate how mentally tough you have to be with tennis because similar to golf. It is very similar to golf. Um, but, but I think, it's different in the sense that you have to literally beat that person. Yeah. Like, you're playing against them. It's one-on-one. Like, it's it's, it's one-on-one, bro. You can't, you can't duck that smoke. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> you can't lean and on LeBron or Kyrie. No one to, can save you. To take you to the promised land. It's just you. And people can sense when your mentality is going down. Yeah. Like, they, they can... It they shows. They can smell the blood, It shows, man. man. It shows in your body language. Yeah, for sure. So, um... I wanted to bring that up, man, because practice is very similar to how they played in the U.S. Open. Like, there's no fans that practice. Mm -hmm. 
there's there's zero fans. It's just you and your people. Just like in the U.S. Open this year, it was just you and your people. Just like in life. It just like in life, man. Like you, they really the had the day. It's just you and your circle and your family. Yeah, yeah, man. And my thing is, if you didn't clock in the right way mentally and physically, and practice in the you know before the U.S. Open leading up to all this. Then you weren't gonna perform well if you're if you needed the crowd to motivate you. You get what I'm saying? Like if you need that external motivation and environment to win, um, you may get a, a few wins, but you're not gonna be consistent. No. You're not gonna be consistent. You're not gonna consistently get that dub. So it was powerful to see that, man, because it really made me think, like, man, that's life. Like everything we do. To be great, like Nico, with the stuff that he does to make our YouTube dope, y'all don't see that crap. It's just him. When Eric's making beats, it's literally just him. When we're when we're on our basketball grind, when we're le- doing stuff leading up to like preparing for the pod or like whatever we're doing, like it's just us. Yeah, it's just us. But like you have to perform with when you have to clock in and lock in when no one else is there. So that this environment that you may be thrown into where there's no fans or there's no one to really motivate you, you're still going to thrive because it's like... It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. It's like riding a bike. It's also like you also show an appreciation for your craft and, you know, what you do. Because if you really love your sport or, you know, it doesn't have to be sport, whatever you do. Profession, like business, whatever. Like you'll... It'll be the same approach. Like E... He's been making beats for countless years. 17, 18. Your whole life. Yeah, pretty much our whole yeah. life. And, you know, he could have he could have quit, man. And I'm sure he's had he's had nights. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm using you because it's just like, you know, people might expect 17 years of making beats to be freaking alchemists, to be 40. But I mean, he's not there yet. But he still has the same love for it, the same passion, um, and you know that's it's just a it's a true testament to who he is and what he loves to do. Cause you know you're gonna you're gonna go through some some trials and tribulations, but if you really love something, man, you're gonna fight through it. That's just what it comes yeah, down to. You're gonna prepare when no one else is around. Yeah, yeah. because because it's. Cause all the outside stuff, it doesn't matter. Like, I'll play. Like, if I were to play in a bubble, I wouldn't care. You know, there's no fans, but I'm I'm playing playing basketball. You love the hoop, man. Like the same way that we play in five on five pickup. The mentality and the and the effort, um, like the tenacity, it isn't that much different than in a regular game. No, it'll it'll be magnified because of adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. Know, but we're My not loafing. Said, we're not loafing nah. and, and and trying to be cute during five on five. Like it's just for me, and I know you could say the same thing. It's like it's disrespectful to the game. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. So, like in the U.S. Open, it was just it was dope, man, because it was like out of any sport, out of any sport, that's probably the toughest to play with no fans, in my opinion, because it's just you. Yeah. Like golf, you're used to you're used to it being quiet. You know, you might feed off the crowd a little bit. Basketball, like you're feeding off the crowd. Football, 
like soccer, you know, like there are there are very few individual sports like tennis where, you know, the crowd is really a big deal. So, you know, the message is like life wise, man, clock in when no one's there so that when that time comes, whether people are there or not, you're going to perform at a high level. Yeah, I've said it before. You don't need fans, man. You got you got air conditioning. <laughs> it's a fact. Yeah, man. Like, forget about do it because do it for you. Do it. Do it for you, and do it because, um, in, in my opinion, God gave you the talent to do it, and this is just the way I look at it. Like, you have to do you, it. You need to honor Him by doing it the right way. You have to do it. If He gave you talent to do something, you know. Um, because we, again, there's only one of us on this earth. He, we all have unique gifts. And um, one of the ways that we can, you know, repay God is to honor that gift in a way that's pleasing. It's like, like imagine, imagine if LeBron didn't approach basketball the way he, he did. Would that I Promise school be up? Nope. You know, imagine if, um, you know, Muhammad Ali didn't didn't box and you know be the competitor he he was like to be honest to be quite honest with you there wouldn't be black lives matter on the court or the field nah there wouldn't he he was one of the originators he was bill russell bill russell know, a lot of you know, those guys jim brown um so yeah man like you just have to walk into your gifts and your path because that's that's the most impactful way in um in 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 honoring God. Yeah. And yourself. Mm-hmm. So last thing man wanted to touch on, um and yeah, this episode's really gonna be heavy on, on like mental health, man, because with everything going on today with um with COVID, with with racial injustice, election, all this stuff going on, like we, we gotta make sure that this stuff stays intact. Um and something that I think is tough for, for a lot of people, including myself, is how do you balance serving others, but also being selfish when it comes to your mental health, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes you can be so selfless that you'll do things for anybody and you're, you're really damaging your own mental health because you're over, uh, overstretching yourself when it comes to the stress uh, that's being put on you. Or you're too selfish and you're like, I'm not serving anybody because I'm afraid to put myself out there and it's all about me. And um, that also affects your mental health, mm-hmm. whether you realize it or not. Because human beings get, there's something about doing something for somebody else that makes our mental being like a lot better. Yeah. Right. So, like for you, man, like how do you feel like you, you find that right balance of being a servant to others, but also making sure that like you're good? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, it, it. at the end of the day, it starts with you. Like, I can't, I can't give, you know, people the best version of me without taking care of me first. Spot on, man. Hey, that's an air horn, man. You got to, yeah, you got to do something with that. Cause yeah. that's, so that's a word, bro. Um, Hold on. <laughs> I changed the, the panels, but. Yeah, there we go. Right. Um, we got there. Yeah. But uh yeah, man, like it's uh 
it's important because, um, you know, it, it starts, it starts within yourself. And I know, I know for me, man, like it's, it's sometimes like now as a parent, if I'm not in the right mood, um, around, you know, my son, like I honestly, I don't, I don't want to be around him. Cause that's, that's not fair to him. So like I may pass him off to Gigi for like five minutes and just go upstairs and like, I don't know, do something. But yeah, I know because I have to be in the right state of mind, you know, state of mind to give him the energy and um, the love that he needs. Because and I, I think that's a, that's a problem in, in, in life and when it comes to a lot of people like you may be feeling a certain way um, and that person who you might be interacting with might could be in the in the best spirits but because something affected you you're now putting that on them and taking it out on them and that's just not fair no nah, it's not um, and as the person who is on the receiving end of that like how do you how do you give like how do you handle that because I feel like there has Empathy. to be the balance of yeah. giving people grace, but you also can't just let people yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. I think whatever, it all you know it always saying? it always starts with empathy. You know, you you empathize for that person. You might know the situation, or um, you might just know who that how that person is. You know, when it comes to certain things, but um, it it always starts with that. But like you said, like you can't you can't let that person walk all over you um, because that it's gonna then affect you. Exactly. And, you know, it's just that cycle of just, you know, that energy that um, it, it could be good or bad. It's happened to me, bro, in, in some relationships. Like, yeah. It's, it's happened. Yeah, like, you just, you can't, you can't let certain situations affect your current situation, whether it's with somebody or, you know, with yourself. Um, but, yeah, man, you just, you know, you, you have to be in the, in the right state of mind. Um, in order to give what you need to give. So. Yeah, I don't have much to add, man. I, I agree 100%. Um, only thing I'll say, I'll say two things. Um, it's what you said is basically it's selfish not to get yourself right mm -hmm. because you're not going to be able to serve those other people yeah. in the right, th you know, in the right capacity. So by you not taking care of yourself, you're actually hurting the people that you're going to serve. It's actually yep. selfish. It's, it's backwards, yeah. but it all comes full circle. Like, yeah, like You have to be the best version of you to give your best to other people. Because yeah. you talk about, you know, you work, you're working out now for, like, what, 10, 15, 20 years later. Yeah. Because, you know, you'll have kids, um, you know, when you get to a certain age, you're, you're still going to need that energy to do what you want to do. So you're taking care of yourself now. So then when it comes to that point, you're prepared and you're able to give that that energy. Right. I'm selfish about my workout time now. Like yeah. how I'm eating and, and things like that. Um, I'm selfish with that. Yeah. Like no one's interfering with that. No. Because like you said, you know, I still want to be able to dunk on somebody <laughs> at age 40 or at least slap glass. Yeah. On the layup. You might be able to get up there. Yeah, you man. might be able to get up there. You never know. You never um, know. But I was going to plug real, real quick. There's a guy named Mike Robbins. He came to um, one of my 
last jobs, um, the last job I worked at, work event, like a big conference we have every year. And um, he has you a book called right Bring Yourself to Work. You got a caller? <laughs> that's Skip? Yeah, yeah hey, tell, up, tell Skip. We'll talk to him now. He's not, he's not a priority right now, man. We're not worried about you. You know, Skip called Dame when, uh, yeah. when, when Dame heard he, Fake. he said something crazy about him. But anyways. He has a Dame, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clock the remix, man. man. We need you big time. Every episode, man. Campaign <laughs> <laughs> continues. Yeah, man. Tag Dame, man. Tag Dame. Tell him how that is. But, um, yeah, he has a book called Bring Your Best Self to Work. Mm. And um, he talks a lot about, like, how do you prepare yourself um, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually to like bring your best self to, you know, whatever you're doing in your daily life. Um, so I think that's like a, another like tagline or mantra you can add to your, to your, you know, your daily life is like bring your best self to whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, you have to have your mental right. So that's it, man. As far as, you know, kind of what I wanted to, to, to get into. I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to talk about. No, nah, man. I um, think uh, I think we covered everything. Um, it's time to watch some football. Yeah, absolutely. Time to watch some football. Absolutely. I'm going to get my daily dose of Anita's. Um, yeah, shout out to Anita's, man. I need... Like, dog, we, I'm there need, every they, Sunday. They need to sponsor the podcast. I'm going to talk to somebody. Yeah, today, do, do that today, I'm man. there, like, every Sunday. I'm like, yo, come on, man. Y'all know... Yeah. Y'all should know me by now. Y'all yeah, spell my uh, name wrong every time, but... How they spell it? Like O E O S I. I've never met anyone whose whose name Austin is spelled with an O. No. Sometimes, like I remember, my Sunday school teacher would spell my name. She was a little country too. Austin. Um, yeah, Austin. A L S T O N. She spelled it the way that she said it instead of spelling it the way that it's supposed to be spelled. Yeah. Anyway. At, least I, at least they're not calling me Oscar. <laughs> Shout out to Dio, man. Dio used to call me Oscar. Dio Lucas, yeah. Um, Big thing. Yeah, used, to be, man. used to be sick too. Yeah, he's I, a fool. I he's a fool. That. Um, one last thing before we wrap up. Um, we didn't do this last week just because I think the flow of the podcast, you know, just, just didn't allow it um, with like the freestyles and all that. But we do want to do clock and MVP of the week um, every week. So this week, the winner is no other than Nick Bush. Shout out to Nick, man. Shout out to the ambulances. That's a part of the drop. Yeah, I didn't yeah, realize yeah. that's a part of the effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Nick, man. All right. So I I know that... Oh, I'm let the drop play out. Yeah, let it rock, man. Let it rock. My bad. Let it rock. Uh, I, I know Nick from college. I went to Farrum College with him. It's funny. I didn't... I didn't talk to him a ton. He was a year older than me. And he, I think he was only there um, for like two years. But he's from Northern Virginia. Um, we connected probably like two years ago because he's in real estate. And I wanted to kind of learn about like, you know, what it, the process is like to buy homes and, and all that. Um, real good dude, man. Um, but he's been rocking with us for, man, like six, seven months. Yeah. So it's funny because... Before we actually started tagging other people, um, he would tag me when he would run. Yeah. And it started out, obviously, y'all know if y'all listen to, you know, a couple episodes. This all this all started when Austin started tagging me. But then Nick would go on runs and he would tag me. 
and he kind of is a part of like the, the clock in story, man. Yeah, man. Um, he's been he's been tagging people before you know this became a thing with us. So Nick's in real estate. Um, he has like a one year old son. He has like a, I think an eight year old son. Um, I think he's I think he's still engaged. I'm not sure if the, if they had the the wedding yet. Um, and he's grinding, man. Like when we talk about clocking as a lifestyle, like he's grinding as a father, a fiance, um, in in real estate. And I really wanted to give it to him this week because I think like three or four of his workouts were like after eight p.m. Mm, yeah, no, and, he tags me, so I I see it, man. I'm like, dang, it's like that's tough, bro. Like when you're when you've done everything, you know that you need to get done that day. You just want to chill. That's it. You just want to chill. But the fact that he was working out at like eight, nine, nine thirty to end his day, and I know he gets up super early too, like. Oh, hey, man, you earned it, bro. Yeah. Clock yeah, in MVP of the week, yes, sir. man. Shout out to Nick Bush. And uh, shout out to y'all, man. Look, it's been a pleasure again, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to me, Mr. Fooley. Follow him. Yes, sir. Shout out to, to Eric. Yes, sir. Russell 23 or Russell Jeffrey Pig. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. We got to plug our own IG, man. M Hamilton Five on IG, AM one oh three. Appreciate sure. y'all, man. Clock in this man. week, man. Peace. Let's get it. Cheers. Where's the food? We push each other daily, level up, cause that's what brothers do. Clock in.